right. Thank you for joining us on the brand new RP Experience podcast. Uh, we're beyond thrilled to bring you all together to collaborate on this journey. Uh, we want to welcome one of our amazing preferred partners, Cheryl Bluestein, with Interiors by SBI, as well as one of our top producing agents here in Southwest Florida, Patrick Dearborn with John R. Wood. Welcome. Glad you guys could make it. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. We're excited. So, you know, our goal with this podcast has obviously been informative, um, but and stay connected as much as possible um, through these crazy times that we deal with. Um, we want to dive into both of you guys, get the nitty gritty about who you are, um, obviously what brought you into real estate um, and your sphere of influence, um, and then also what you guys kind of do outside of work. We'll talk a little bit of both about your industries, how you guys work together, um, even about the charita charitable work that you both are heavily involved in, and uh, just about your friendship and, and how you guys work together on a daily basis. So um, without further ado, we're going to dive into Cheryl a little bit here. Um, Cheryl, if you don't mind, um, do you mind starting off just telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I started this almost 30 years ago. Don't make that face, Pat. <laughs> anyway, um, I love So you're it. from, like, from Southwest Florida? from South Florida. I actually lived in Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, and then I branched here to Naples, and I decided I love both coasts. Yeah. So I go back and forth, and life is good. Bi-coastal. She's bi-coastal. I know. She goes both sides. And she, what, you probably spend most of your time on Alligator Alley on your phone, right? Just cruising Conference back and forth. Conference calls, <laughs> hold handing through the phone, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I, actually, I get a lot accomplished. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you need one of those Tesla self-driving where you can just be hands-free. Well, I was told <laughs> if I get one more ticket on Alligator Alley, Alligator Alley, I have to go to a bicycle. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's yes. how much I go back and forth. So now you sp they put it on a cruise control and don't touch it. <laughs> I try. Patrick Dearborn with John R. Wood. So tell us um, a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, and how did you get down to uh, the sunny Naples? All right, all right, all right. Let's hear it, Patrick. Um, first of all, blessed to be here, man. This, this podcast studio is beyond legit. Uh, quick shout out to Brett Diamond, David Diamond, everybody at VentureX. Man, this thing's awesome. I love this office space. This love is, this podcast. This is really, really nice. They have the setup. It makes it a lot easier for Beyond. us to roll in. Um, we got core film, obviously, behind the scenes that are, is Could rocking the, the video. Um, but it's it's such a great area. It's a great spot. It is. Honored and blessed to be here. Super excited. And uh, let's roll. Well, where are you from, man? How'd you get down here? So I was born um, in Washington, D.C., 1968, I think during one of the riots. What year? Oh, is that why it's, is that silver? Is that where you get the... That's where the fox comes from, the silver. <laughs> I used to have a little silver 10-speeder bike. They called me the Quicksilver, and uh -huh. then became Silver Fox. Right, Good right, for right. you. Good for you. <laughs> you got all the silver and the grace today. Thank you, buddy. You're matching. Love it's it. It's yeah, uniform. Yeah. So D.C., and then we got down here uh, to Paradise, um, 2003, and never looked back. And you're a vet. You're the first vet we've actually uh, had on here so far. So uh, thank you for your service. And uh, tell us a little bit about that experience. Blessed and honored again, man. Glad that I served uh, 82nd Airborne, um, U.S. Army, right out of high school. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Um, jumped out of perfectly good airplanes. And I think they knocked a few screws loose back in the day. So that's, that's my excuse now for <laughs> becoming the Silver Fox. 
Um, they're a great experience, man. Um, love being in that great unit at a Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Um, that was my first venture south of, of Annapolis, D.C., Annapolis, Maryland, D.C., and uh, love the south and took one of my first trips to Florida while I was in the service um, for a weekend getaway. You know, obviously, you guys do a lot of deals together. So so how did you guys meet and, and how did you guys start doing business together? Oh, wow. Um, at the Ritz-Carlton at the at club level. Wow. Unprecedented. Right? Yes. So I was, I woke up early. I was working with a client and I woke up at like seven in the morning, went to club level, got some coffee, we got my laptop out and then uh, started talking to some woman and Patrick was interrupting us to say the least. And he came over, introduced himself and said, what do you do for a living? And we started talking and I don't even know. That was really the only time you were very nice to me actually. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, look, I've got some properties I need to, uh, sell but they're very outdated would you uh you know come look at them and i think one of the first clients is the person that built this building correct david yeah. diamond correct yeah. we went to his home and um Dallas park i said patrick leave give me five hours and um come back and i think we did it in less than that because when you came back i wasn't there correct <laughs> so, and um but for the record though there's one thing about our story it's incorrect when we met at the ritz I was actually there for my birthday. I think I just turned 50 and me and my wife got up early to go get some coffee and see her. She's in her pajamas. And I wasn't in my pajamas. We started talking business and I said, look, man, if she can talk this much smack <laughs> in that big a game in her pajamas at 7 a.m., she must be pretty good. And she got me her catalog and it blew me away. Uh, for the record, yes. I was in camouflage pants and he saw that because he's a veteran and uh, pajamas. They were not pajamas. <laughs> I've never seen Cheryl not dressed to the nine. So Thank we're, you. We're, I know uh, Patrick's full of it here. So, um, well, that's awesome. Now, you guys have been doing works together for however long. Um, you guys do some incredible things. So, can we talk about a little bit um, what you guys' favorite? Uh, probably design as well as home that you guys have uh, have accomplished together it has to be um the one we did in uh naples k when the place was has was done by a beautiful amazing designer and and it was like 30 years ago mm -hmm. so it had wallpaper everywhere every wall every ceiling um had an area rug everywhere no one saw the floors and i think it i said patrick give me five days and just decluttering it was huge. Mm -hmm. And then I started finding like amazing floors that these people had. They were beautiful. And then I found all of these secret doors that no one knew existed. And we just slapped a lot of paint, white paint everywhere, decluttered it. He sold it in 24 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, we're not going to name the name of the client, but obviously this family was somehow attached to the Boston Red Sox. And among other things, they were great people. And Cheryl really got the direct connection with the seller directly that I didn't have. Yeah, we're still friends. This was a trust deal where there was a change in the guard and I was going through their representative and didn't have direct contact with the seller. And then the seller and Cheryl connected and locked arms. She she actually tried to hire Cheryl to come out full time <laughs> up to Boston. Um, but yeah, and what's what's great about Cheryl is we try to, she has this very simple philosophy. Let's try to keep it as simple as possible. We don't, she doesn't look to charge clients millions of dollars. Yeah. She says, look, we can just repaint this entire room white. We'll add a few pieces of furniture, a few of her little designs and her Just her decluttering vision. alone. Yeah. You oh let, my gosh. Because people want the, they want to see the home. They want to see the view. And a lot of people, like our grandparents, they keep every, <sighs> every letter we've ever written them. They mm -hmm. keep every picture she had. 
so many uh, letters. And I mean, I remember when I was walking through the, the, the daughter came into town. She wanted to meet me and see this place that we transformed. And, um, she's, she couldn't believe it. She didn't want to sell it after she saw what we Mm -hmm. did. And really all we did was declutter and paint. That was it. Mm -hmm. But that was a heck of a job. And they kept every national geographic, every encyclopedia Britannica, like stamps from the world war one. And I said to her, I said, look, I'm finding things. Let me call. I have have connections with Sotheby's and Christie's. Let me contact them. She's like, no, we don't want anything. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's worth something. Donate it to charity. So Patrick put me in touch with an amazing, um, uh, what was his name that we give all of our, um, he was amazing. Um, from the church at the church. Oh, that was pastor Arnie. Oh, he was, yeah, I, yeah. he oh, was no amazing. Pastor. And I called him. I said, look, I have so many amazing <laughs> things. Children's from, books, ch- and children's books, toys. children's clothes and toys and cribs. And I said, my guys are happy to bring it to you, which was not a hop, skip and jump away. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah did do that. So we Arnie did that. We unloaded all that. I got tax write offs for the family and, um, it was an enjoyable job just because the, the project was incredible. They had so many generations there. Yeah. And interesting enough, Patrick had a client, a potential client come look at the place before we got our hands on it. And she said, absolutely not. She said this, I can't. And then she couldn't see the views. She couldn't see the layout. She couldn't see how beautiful the floors were. Mm-hmm. And then we did it. And Patrick came in and Patrick's like, I sold it. It was amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cheryl, can you give the listeners a quick overview of your business and really how you got into your business um, and, and where you're at today? So I was going to be, my, my goal was to be a judge. I wanted to work in the juvenile delinquent wow. area. She'd be good I wanted it. to help children um, see the light. You know, mm-hmm. you're brought up in a family that's just, there's just no light at the end of that tunnel. So I wanted to work with that. I worked for a judge during my uh, undergrad and I really enjoyed what he was making a difference. So then I came home and met my ex-husband at the time and um, decided to just have a family. And what I love is art. I'm an artist and I love designing. And I started designing our homes. And then somebody came knocking on my door saying, look, I want to hire you. I'm like, well, I'm not working. I'm pregnant. Hello. Like mm-hmm. I'm pregnant and I'm 21. And yeah. She's like, I don't care. I want to hire you. And this woman has passed away. Um, my very first client, they own... Bentley's Luggage. I don't know if you remember Bentley's Luggage. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was was a franchise national. Okay. And um, and yeah, I did her home, and um, she said she wanted a new home. Uh, she lived in Coral Gables. Her husband just passed away, and then I just became a boutique designer. I wanted to be hands on. I want to speak to the client when they call me on Sunday at nine o'clock at night that they're, you know, had had a thought or had you know wanted to go over you know budget or design. I have no assistance. They deal with only me, and I only take on very few projects. Patrick. Yes, sir. How did you get into real estate? All right, all right, all right. Just lucky, I guess. Mm, I heard I that. I walked uh, outside one day, tripped, and answer. fell right over. Right. And just fell right into it. Yeah, and a multi-million dollar producer. Yeah, exactly. I heard you uh, had a bad experience when you first got down here, and uh, you were like, you know what? I could do that better. And wow, he remembers that story. I so, remember everything. And we're not going to name names. But of yeah, so not. it was. we had bought and sold probably 10 properties before I was 30 years old, and I wasn't, this is not in town, this is back home, um, back up north, and I was not, let's put it nicely, I wasn't extremely fond of most of the realtors I had come in contact with and worked with. So we moved to paradise, we're loving it. And I uh, took a couple of years off, retired, and then uh, burned through a bunch of cash. 
Wait, how I'm old s- were you when you did your first retirement? I was uh, 30, 31. So, so that, that right? Retires so right after. <laughs> I failed the real estate class first time I took it. I believe that. So I sat outside the room because you had to take the class exam. And then if you pass that with like an 80, whatever it was, then you had to go and take the state exam. So I sat outside and everybody's walking by me and like, <laughs> and I just sat out there at about 15 people. And I said, I'm going to sell more than that person, that person, that person, that person. Uh, but we originally got into it like Andrew was, was for mentioning because of our experience buying a home here in Naples. The realtor wasn't super nice. So at closing, I told her, and it wasn't the nicest thing to say, but um, sometimes, you know, you get nowhere being nice. And I said, young lady, I'm going to get into real estate and put you out of business. Um, I love that. But there's a, there's a really cool, awesome. there's a really cool for getting this part of that story, which is years and years and years later, we did impact our business in this particular gated community of Saturnia Lakes. But years and years and years later, I actually helped get her in with John R. Wood, and she's still with John R. Wood. That's awesome. So we kind of buried the hatchet way back, and it mm-hmm. was a good experience. If yeah. she hadn't been mean to me, just think about this, guys. And they. So what's my? What, why are you? Why are we still hanging out? If this out? one Asian hadn't <laughs> been mean to me, I might not have ever gotten in real estate. So, well, now you obviously it's it's cool that you guys are able to work together nowadays, and you're able to move past that. And and at the end of the day, I think it just shows your determination. Well, right? Patrick, Patrick is very. And I can say this because we've been in every situation, good, bad, and indifferent. He's a very positive person. That's not an act. No, he's not. He really is. Yeah. And there are times when I have been like pressure for time and he'll just show up with food or coffee for all of my laborers and employees and myself. And he's always positive. He is a giver. That's for sure. He really is. But he's also, you know, when it goes back to what you've done all of your life with being in the military, um, due to my, you know, small experience with them, um, the mindset behind that winning mindset, right? And you put them in a, in, like you said, you, there was two examples. You said, hey, I want to sell more than you, more than you, more than you. But also you said, hey. Immature saying you, that, but that right. was me back then. Hey, know. we all had, we all had, we go through it. Um, and then you also said, hey, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sell more than you in this whatever community. It's determination, it's the drive, and it's the, obviously, it's the drive to success in that say. So I, I admire that a lot in both of you guys. Um, you. Now, you guys are, the amount of work you guys do with charity and, and volunteering and, and everything like that. Can we, can we, both of you guys, to touch base on that a little bit? So I'm involved in the Kampong, which is down in Coconut Grove. And it's a man that owns a lot of property in the Grove and will not sell it. It's all cottages for abused women and children to hide. And they have up to two years to get on their feet and be protected and go through the court system with the assistance of Kampong. So they gave me a cottage. You know, I, I don't even know how I got was blessed enough to get picked for this. And I called all the vendors, major vendors in Italy, for wallpapers and, you know, my laborers to install floors and demo and plumbing fixtures. I called every vendor I had. They all gave it to me at no cost. Their time... Wow. I mean, they airship things from Italy. I mean, wallpapers. And it's on my web- website, SBI give ba- Gives Back. And, yeah, I'm very involved in that. And then every year I go to the gala for Make-A-Wish Foundation here. And I donate. I auc- they auction off my hours. If they need a designer just to come into their home for three hours or for whatever whatever they tell me to give a gift certificate for, I do. Um, you still 20 hours an hour? Or what's your rate now for? Well, for you? Yeah. Directly? <laughs> We'll, we'll it's too high. It's, it's too high to even can't say it. Still. Yeah, he can't yeah, afford yeah. it. Still. He can't still owes it. me a lot of money. <laughs> I can't afford it. We're, we're, keep, we're, yeah, we're keeping a run on that one. 
Wow. What about you, Patrick? That's awesome. So I forgot. I actually had forgotten that, and I know you have a huge heart and you give back. Um, Thank you. But I've forgotten about that. All those great things you said. Hey, who can we give this to? And then that's when I connect you with Pastor Arnie. And I'm only yes. saying Pastor Arnie's name and the kids in Immokalee because you know Andrew and Real Producers and Kobe and his team have been out there since I introduced them to him way back, and we've done the backpack drives and the toy drives. And we're doing our backpack pack drive right now. Hygiene. Hygiene so stuff. Many different, yeah. Patrick's but involved in so no, many things. No, but it's amazing that just that one thing, the kids in Immokalee, which is near and dear to all of our hearts, That's Cheryl's true. contributed directly. That mm -hmm. stuff could have gone anywhere. Yep. And they got like a van full of unbelievable stuff for yeah. those kids that go directly to those kids. And if Pastor Arnie ever hears this, he'll want us to give a plug. So they're collecting backpacks right now every summer. And Kobe came out there last year. And we took him behind the scenes and Andrew came and we took him in one of the houses, um, the subsidized housing out there that is just, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest. It's not wow. pretty. And there's eight to 10 kids living and there's things walking on the floor and it's just a mess. Exactly. Kids living in there. Mm -hmm. There's like little beds and little And these sheets. are children. They are. Children. And it's not far. They're our future. It's, it's 30 minutes from here. 30 minutes from what I call Paradise USA, uh -huh. one of the wealthiest places in the so world. And they're so grateful. They really they are. are. They are. And, and Patrick's their eyes just light up. They do. But he you know he's involved in a lot though because we've had, um, like I said, I have all these needle points and there was assisted living places. Like he is connected very well with people that are in need of of things. And it's funny you say that, Cheryl. Not to interrupt you, but literally, I had multiple people talk about how much Patrick was involved. He said, you know, and the best line that I ever heard about you, Patrick, was. I have not seen or heard about a charity that Patrick Dearborn is not involved in. Oh, no. There's That's why I hang out with him. Otherwise, I couldn't deal with him. Right? <laughs> Honestly, this is because yep. he does give back. And mm -hmm. he is very involved in the community. And the real estate, I think, is just part of the networking for the yep. charities. Yep. Honestly. Yeah. Yep. It's a byproduct. To keep the he helps not, people. Uh, and real estate's and not they help top. him. Right. Well, my priority list is not. Never no. has been. Um you got but, he, he's you, not a greedy person. There, he's never made about I'll shut There are now. so many people, <laughs> so many people that are giving so much. There's tons of charities, even local ones that I'm not even involved with. You know, we just did this thing for I'll give you one little snippet why that gets me super excited. So we just did this um Star Tender series where I got to get behind the bar for the first time in 20 years and dust off the apron and start slinging drinks for the Cuyahoga County Wounded Warriors of Cuyahoga County. Mm -hmm. And we raised like 10 grand in two hours of that event. So many people did so much for that. But somebody came that we invited. They own Vogel Construction. And she meets the president of Cuyahoga County Wounded Warriors. And next thing she knows, she goes, for the next house you build, we're going to give you the roof. That was just over a couple drinks. And I'm not going to lie, I was pouring some pretty strong drinks. <laughs> and now the next house we're going to build for a vet, a wounded vet in need in our county is going to get a free roof just that's from awesome. this little happy hour. So yeah, I just cool. love when those kind of connections happen. Um, and everybody in this room does stuff. So, I mean, the, the, the applause goes around to our town. Giovanni had a statement, a buddy of mine here in town, together we can make a difference. And I really believe that we put egos aside. We put, hey, I'm a realtor, you're a realtor, you're a designer, I'm a designer, you're a videographer, I'm a videographer. It doesn't matter. The more the merrier when it comes for focusing on helping these people that are in need in our own community of Naples. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, obviously, the elephant in the room, a little bit about what's going on this market that we're dealing in, okay? How are you guys working together to, uh, to get the job done and to make your clients happy? Well, 
it really is a recycling situation. So we'll have one client in one home and I have a client that's in Jupiter that wants this home in Naples. And, you know, so we kind of collaborate with the clients because right. most of my clients I've done multiple homes for their vessels, their jets. I've done their kids' homes, their grandkids' homes, their vacation homes. So, you know, we have just the last, one of the last projects we just worked on, we had several people on the what, uh, the East Coast interested in the, some of the homes that Patrick is listing and that I have staged. So I think we work together on many levels, business, and Patrick has sold me my homes, you know, personally. So, and I, you know, I the last home I purchased with Patrick, I really wasn't going to purchase it. He forced me to, Merrill Lynch is not happy with you, by the way, Patrick. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, you got to do this. You got to buy this place. It's a good I want to go partners with you on that. I remember. I wish I had. I yes. don't do partners, but yeah. It I worked got, out I pretty good. Yeah. worked out okay. Uh, yeah. Probably got some equity in already. Literally <laughs> no he, he, so okay. he's blowing up my phone every single day while it's under construction. You know, it's gone up. You know, it's gone up. It's gone up. You ready to sell already? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you can get this. I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready. I yeah. really like it. Yeah. She's but she hit the nail on the head, though. In this market right now, look, man, if we're going to be brutally honest in this room and what we say in this room goes out to the world, here's the deal. It's changing. I've, I've been telling Andrew and people and that'll listen. I've been nervous for months. Um, our inventory is down almost 90 percent, mm -hmm. which is great if you're trying to sell. But the only things right now that Not we're really, getting to because sell. Because if you're, you know, if you're if you're looking to sell and then you got to go find something. You where know, do you go? Right. Mm -hmm. Where do you go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're in for some challenging, we're in for a challenging fall. And I think in, uh, for the future beyond that, it has been a hell of a run. No one predicted since uh, COVID um, coming out of that thing last summer that we were going to see the greatest real estate market in the history of the state of Florida. Yes. Another real interconnecting thing is that our first big job was in Naples K. Yep. yep. And I first met Andrew. Mm -hmm. He came and met me live in person at a different property in Naples K. So Naples K is kind of near and dear to my heart with these people in this room. Yeah, right you've now. done some beautiful, beautiful And then sales Kobe, there. Kobe, Kobe came and shot the first video I was a part of with real producers for Father's Day. And I met him and he's aged a few years since uh, two years ago or last year. But Kobe's awesome, man. Core Films oh, is the best. You, honestly, we wouldn't be able to be where we're at Absolutely. with real producers without Core Films. Yep. Um, top notch. Um, top best notch. of the best. So, um, Best Kobe. of the best, honestly, is what Real Producers is all about, right? We have a top, top designer. We have a top realtor. And in Real Producers in general, those are the people we deal with, right? The best of the best in the real estate as well as in our industries, okay? Um, our listeners here want to learn from you guys, from both of you. Um, and, you know, if someone was in, you know, in a design and their, their aspiration is to work with these very, very influential people and, and get involved and, um, you know, what's some, um, some advice that you'd recommend to these individuals? Well, first of all, I think the biggest thing is people don't call us because they're intimidated. We're very personable, mm -hmm. as obviously I am, mm -hmm. Patrick. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's not intimidating. It's just more personalized. And I had a client one time tell me that she saw my ad in a magazine, but she's like, that's what I want my home to look like. And her husband said, well, then call her, you know, and she called me. I picked up my phone on the weekend. We spoke. They hired me without even meeting me. And I did their home here in Naples. And, you know, I've done many homes for them now, but it's all about per person being personable and being mm -hmm. professional. And if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Mm -hmm. yep. she, you know? she had the nail on the head too, though. When you call her as big as she is. 
You never get anybody else. Mm -hmm. Nobody. There is no middleman. There's no buffer. Mm -hmm. It's her. And she actually taught me, reiterated to me again that no matter how big you you get or how busy you get, you have to answer that phone. People are calling you. They're calling Cheryl, not your assistant, not your whoever. That's a blessing. They want want Andrew, not they do. Mm -hmm. The team matters. Besides that, Patrick. We got some. Yes, we got sir. some people in town that obviously um, wow. want to know because they saw this market and they said, "Hmm, real estate. I could so do easy. this. A caveman. Can I do know. It. Every, I mean, a monkey could do it, right? So you know, and the you know, obviously they have, they got their license because everyone in Florida does. What advice do you have to them and or the people that are two, three, four years into the business that are trying to grow right now? That's a great question. That is it's a good been, question. It's been very interesting to see, and I'm really happy to see. I mean this. I, I, I'm one of those guys, for all my faults, I get super excited when my peers have great success in real estate. I really do. I genuinely am that guy rooting for people, whether I know them or not. They're in real estate, and they're posting on social media, hey, I just sold this house. I, I'm happy. I like that because it just keeps the machine going again. You know, it's a great place to sell. <laughs> if you're listening right now, and I've had these talks with Deshaun and Ricky and Josh Marzuko and Derek and everybody from across the spectrum, high end, low end, doesn't matter. You've got to be putting that money away. I tell all these agents, save yep. your money, save your money, invest it That's in something right. that can produce you income. Otherwise, save it for a rainy day. when the downturn comes and guys, it's coming. It's already, there's nothing to sell. We have 18,000 realtors and there's nine, 850 properties for sale in all of the neighbor MLS database. We're normally at 12,000. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And that should scare some people to say, Hey, I've got to refine my game and step my game up because otherwise when it, when it's, it's already slowing down, when the machine slows down, you're going to get lost in the dust Mm -hmm. and if you want to stay cutting edge and be a top producer still or to join this group you've got to think outside the box and i say it before you got to reinvent yourself you do and be be, be a purple cow if you're driving down the road and i see a bunch of cows none's going to make my head snap i drive by and see a purple cow my head's going to turn and i mean that in a positive way stand out in a positive way that gets people's attention all right so to to switch gears on uh obviously we we talked about a lot of work and we talked about you guys' success and everything like that if you guys are not working which shows always working so uh, i guess this would be more no i'm more for the ocean what does cheryl do when she's not working? right so let's let's talk about it you're you want to be in the water what do you like to do how do you how do you bring down that stress oh it's, see, it's not stress because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. It's actually every time I have a moment of stress, it's like a challenge, you know? Mm-hmm. However you're going to act, you don't look at me like that because I had to calm you down many times, <laughs> many times. Anyway, so I'm in the water where there's no phone. Yeah. I'm fishing. I surfed for the first time. It was the most relaxing thing it's, it's because, I, I, first of all, it wasn't good. And Mother Nature doesn't stop with those waves, right? They just keep coming. And there's no phone. There's no music. There's That's, no nothing. Yeah. Why, it's you're, so tranquil. You're off the, so you're totally you're off the right. grid. You're Water. off the grid. There's no phone. But are you I'm actually not, doing that, though? You just told me you, you haven't been able to get away because you're so busy. You got to make well, time. Well, right now, so I did go paddleboarding the other day. I threw my paddleboard in the water, and I went the other day. Um, look, I have fun. I am. I have a blessed life. Mm-hmm. She I, loves, but you do love working oh, with love. clients, man. You really my do. My clients are my friends. I, went out, I go out with one of my clients. She does. Once a week, every night, she and I go out, and uh, we don't even talk about business. Mm-hmm. You become friends with your clients. You see them in the morning, the way they are Andrew, in the morning. Same thing. Yeah, in yeah. the evenings, you see them on the weekends. You mm-hmm. see them, you know, with their children. You learn a lot about a family. Mm-hmm. 
and because I'm building their home around their lifestyle. Right. But yeah, I have fun. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Okay. Don't get all crazy. I have fun. <laughs> Patrick, what do you do? How do you get out? Well, I don't have fun, but I mean, <laughs> we go out and we get loose once in a while. We get crazy. Look, my family, man, I love hanging out. My He's a big family man. My son's about to go away to college, so uh, we're, trying to, we're trying to we're trying to squeeze do? in. I'm gonna. You're gonna work more. The Vegas odds have me right now, four to one, <laughs> maybe going off the rails. So stay tuned for that because there may be a reality TV show coming this fall. Well, I know a videographer that can make yeah, that TV no show. Kidding. That's right. First thing for you, Patrick. Um, what's the best advice that you ever received within real estate career? Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> All right. What about if even. the world was ending, what would be the most important item for survival? My Hypervolt massage gun. <laughs> That's I good. heard those things are pretty legit. They are amazing. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, Can't live without it, buddy. All right. What about you? What I would need to survive? Mm -hmm. One thing. One thing. My board. Oh, that's true. My board. All right. Uh, Cheryl, if you and Patrick had a podcast, what would you guys talk about and what would it be called? I would do most of the talking. And it would be called The Boss. He calls me very bossy. He says I'm very bossy. And The Boss. You know what? We finally agree on something. All right, guys. Well, we're out of time here. It has been an absolute honor to have this you guys awesome. on here. Thank you. Um, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys for both being on here. Thanks for having us, brother. Of course. Yeah, Stay tuned. We'll When's see the next event, man? Real well, producer. Let's go. August 5th. Let's That's go. Right. Exactly. So we'll yes, see you guys sir. there. And uh, see you guys on the next podcast. That's Core Film. Thanks, Core Film. Thank Thanks you. for the show.